Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Mac Show. And I have a couple of guests here with me. Why don't um, they've been on the show before, but it's been a little bit of a while. Why don't you uh, go introduce yourself, guys? Okay, Kyle. Okay. Hey, my name's Kalel, known as uh, the Game Enthusiast. Um, I've been on Mark's uh, podcast on the Mac show um, before, and, um, you know, I like talking about video games, consumer technology, and sometimes movies, so I'm excited to be a part of this uh, podcast episode. Thank you. Hey, yeah, this, hey, how's it going, everyone? This is uh, John. I also have a podcast called The Multicast Show. I, well, on that one, I kind of just talk about, you know, a bunch of different topics, you know, sports, you know, movies, video games. Uh, well, not video games yet. Um, you know, television shows, et cetera. So, so yeah, and, you know, I'm a, and um, I've known Mark for many, many years. So, and, um, and yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to doing this today. And I just wanted to say thank you for Mark for having both of us on. Of course, of course. And um, I just want to mention real quick that we, the three of us just did an episode uh, on John's podcast, a multicast show. We just did an episode on um, the last of us TV show where we kind of um, give our general thoughts about the show. Um, so for example, you know, yesterday we talked about episode two, which just aired on Sunday. So every week we're going to be uh, probably every, either like Monday or Tuesday, we're going to be um, doing a new episode on his, on his podcast where we just talk about um, the episode, the new episode. So, uh, if any of you guys are interested in that, go check out John's podcast, The Multicast Show. Oh, my th- mm-hmm. Yes, of course. So I uh, just figured I'd throw that in real quick. And I guess without further ado, let's jump right into today's topic. So today's, as you can tell by the title of the episode, we're going to be talking about the Oscars uh, 2023 nominations. Uh, they were just announced yesterday morning and um a lot of interesting stuff to go over so let's just jump right into it um i guess start first category we'll start off with is best film editing the nominees for this are the banshees of inna sharon elvis everything everywhere all at once tar and top gun maverick uh, what would you guys? Would you guys think of the the nominees here? Um, I think editing is, in my opinion, is one of the hardest parts about putting putting together a movie. Right, it takes a lot to to like edit because not only are you editing the the footage that you have, but you also have to you know if your movie has like CGI or whatever, or or you know, and, and a bunch of explosions and stuff, um, you have to incorporate all that in, um. And it's pretty like it's pretty hard. Like I've you know I've only edited like just a few videos in my life, and there and it was just some basic stuff where you, you know with just like you know by putting pictures and with you know with music and kind of like a slideshow, and that took a long time to do. Like a like a, like a two minute video took me like three hours. So mm-hmm. so yeah, so like film editing is definitely hard to do, and I you know I, I admire all the people who do it. That being said, I kind of I you know the nominees um i've only seen a few of these movies i've seen three of them um i saw banshees of inner sharon elvis and top gun maverick i i like this category um i don't really you know i don't really think anyone got totally snubbed here i mean of course there's always an argument for any movie right 
But, I mean, Elvis was edited really well. Banshees was edited pretty good. Tucker Maverick was really, really good because they, they had so much footage of, like, all the jets and stuff, you yeah. know, like, flying in the sky and all. And, you know, they had, like, different kinds of cameras they were using. They were using, like, cameras on jets to film other jets. So, so yeah, I mean, I like this. I, I, th- I think this category is actually pretty solid in, in this department. Agreed. Uh, what did you think, Khalil? Um, well, I from what I've heard from everything, everywhere, all at once, it seems to be a, like have to deal with the multiverse. So the way yes. you have to make it um, feel like it's like you're in a different part place um, seems to be like a, seems to be a feat. But also Top Gun Maverick with its uh, practical effects, that's also like good as well. Yeah, um, like going going back to what you were saying about everything, everywhere, all at once, it deals with the multiverse. And so there's a lot of there was a lot of editing, obviously, that had to been done because a lot there's a lot of like there's some scenes in the movie where it just switches from each like each universe. And so there's just constant editing that needs to be done. And it's real. It's really, really well done in, in that movie. So definitely no no surprise that it was that that's been nominated for best film editing that's good yeah and really you know the other films nominated really aren't a surprise um, i don't know if i was really a fan of the editing in elvis i thought i thought the editing was a little bit kind of weird in that movie you know what At, like i i when i first saw the movie I thought that too. The first like forty five minutes in the movie, I, it felt like you just kept jumping around from like place to place. I don't know if that was editing or if this due to the film's pacing, but but after that, that's when everything kind of like settled down a little bit. You know, I think I think what they nominated for was the concert stuff because the concert stuff was really well done. It felt like you were you know it, you know I guess with the editing and all you know like a lot of different camera cuts from different angles and stuff. Um, I, I, I like the the concert sequences. I thought that was pretty well done, in, in, at least in the editing department and and all and all around. So so, but but I get what you're saying with that. You know, the first, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, like the first, the first, like you said, about hour of the film, it the editing was a little bit kind of off putting. It, it almost felt like it was a little bit over edited. Right. But yeah, it did it did kind of settle down the later you got into the movie, and those concert scenes were really well done. So. Yeah, yeah. I guess it probably deserves a nomination. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but you know, it's funny. The one that, like, I mean, I, I really like this movie a lot, uh, Banshees of Inisherin. I'm almost, I mean, I'm not like surprised that it got nominated for best setting, but like, it's such a simple movie. You know, there's not a yeah. whole lot of like flashy editing. I am surprised that they get nominated though. Yeah, you I mean, know? it's sometimes you don't really need to be kind of a flashy movie and have flashy editing to get a best you know a, a nomination in film editing I guess the That's Academy true. were looking at it and you know the, the movie is really well made so maybe they, they looked at you know, some of the editing too and kind of thought that it was good enough to be nominated okay I mean I, I, I you know what I, I guess that's a different way of looking at it yeah sure that makes sense yeah, because I mean, some of these other movies that you know they're they're pretty flash, like Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Top Gun Maverick. I guess maybe they want a little bit of a of kind of a change of pace, more kind of simplistic 
film with you know, a little more simplistic editing. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, but who knows? I mean, <laughs> all right. So I guess, uh, I guess we'll probably just move on to the next, next category here. Best documentary short subject. Um, so we have the elephant whisperers, uh, haul out. How do you measure a year? The Martha Mitchell effect and stranger at the gates. Now I don't really have much to say about this category. I haven't seen any of these. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen any. Um, no, actually, I haven't seen any. <laughs> um, because because I I mean I don't know like I don't know I haven't seen any documentaries that have been nominated for short or for just best documentary feature in general. Um, I I don't know if you you have either. Um, but uh, Kyle, have you? No, I haven't. I haven't seen any of. Them. I I didn't even like. Let's see. I didn't even hear hear about any of them. To be honest, okay. Until you told me about it, Mark. Yeah, like me, I have any of the documentary shorts. Um, I I guess that also leads into the next category, best documentary feature, which is so that consists of all that breathes, all the beauty and the bloodshed, fire of love, a house made of splinters, and. Uh, Nav Navalny. I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but the only one that I've heard of from that category is All That Breathes, and that was because that was at the Philadelphia Film Festival, which I attended back in the fall. So, right, um, I heard mm-hmm. that was pretty good. So I'm not too surprised that it's nominated here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the rest of them, not really sure about. Um, can't really kind of comment on them. Well, give me a. Let me ask you a quick question because I haven't seen any either. I remember you went to the film festival and you watched this one documentary. Do you think it, do you think that was worthy of, of um best documentary feature? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw so I saw American Pain at the at the mm-hmm. Philadelphia Film Festival and it was good. Not not Oscar worthy. Okay. For what for what it was? Mm-hmm. I just figure I asked because I remember you went to go see that like a few months ago. So yeah, that would they they. You know that would probably fall into best documentary feature because it was a longer documentary. So right, right, yeah. I mean, but I don't know what any of these are about either. I think uh, why don't I, um a house made of splinters for some reason that one keeps ringing a bell for me. I feel like I've like maybe I might have like seen that like when I was scrolling through like on Facebook or social media or something like that, but no idea what what any of these are about. And mm-hmm. and I like documentaries too, so. Yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, all that breathes is about. I'm pretty sure that one's about. It it takes place in India, and it's basically right. about these. I'm pretty sure if it's the same one that I'm that I'm thinking of, it's about these two brothers that they basically have they they own like a hospital for like birds basically, oh, okay. and there's there's this breed of bird that's dying you know that that's going basically extinct in india um mainly because of like the the pollution in the air and everything uh, so okay. they kind of hold this bird hospital and they, they take care and, and kind of you know treat these these different species of bird of birds and so that that that's kind of what what that documentary is about if, if i'm not mistaken okay i got you i got you so well, um, i heard it was pretty good though so um not too surprised that it's there. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that does sound kind of interesting. I mean, I, I know, like, um, like for example, um, there was this one documentary I did watch. It was, it's not, like, really relevant now because it, it came out two years ago. But I... I'm actually was surprised that it, that it got snubbed. It was called um oh my god um oh it was called a 9/11 one day in America, right? And dude, mm. there's been hundreds and hundreds of documentaries on 9/11 as as you as you, you guys both know, right? Yep. Yeah. But this one, and, and I feel like I've seen a good amount of them, but this one hit really differently. I don't know why it just did. And it was really like super emotional, you know. Like you, you hear these stories about the survivors and what they went through, and it's, it's fine to talk about editing. It's really edited very well, you know. Like, you know they have like actual footage of the actual people on that day, um, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. And and you know the music they used too. Like they really made it like super emotional. I never felt that way about like a nine eleven documentary before. But you know, like I said, I just wanted to throw it out. I I thought that should have been nominated uh, two years ago. I thought so. It came out in twenty twenty. I believe so. Yeah, I believe it did. Okay, interesting. Yeah, no, I think you know it's on. Uh, it's on Hulu. It's it's from National Geographic, and and you know I don't know maybe it didn't get nominated because it was in parts. It was like part one, part two, part three, part four. There, I think it was like four or five parts. I don't know. Maybe that was the reason why I didn't get nominated. But hell, man, if you go, you go watch it. Seriously, go watch it. I can't recommend that enough. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for sharing. Maybe I'll yeah. go check it out. Yeah. You too, Khalil. You okay. Know, you're interested in that. That and uh, yeah. the dance. I know, which I know you watched before, Mark. Yeah, the last that, dance was quite good. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Yeah. All right, one, so. one, one documentary I watched, but it's like years old. It was, it had it taught a document about the fire festival. There were like two documentaries, one on Netflix and one on Hulu, and like the Hulu one's a bit more comedic, but the Netflix one was a bit more emotional. Like it was okay. a more traditional, uh, documentary. While Hulu was a bit more like you know poking fun like the like they got the person who who planned the fire festival on the hot seat and uh-huh. uh yeah so right. there was, it was a tense moment so you, and you said it's on hulu and netflix yeah they're separate documentaries so there's the hulu one and then there's the netflix one okay yeah. i mean does make some pretty good documentaries so yeah yeah, yeah. Mark, just... mark, and, mark and i have watched quite a few uh, yep that's why I said, that's why I told you about the, the remember I told you about this guy that the that's making a new scam called Pirate, the same guy who did Power Festival. And he's calling it Pirate P Y R T and I thought, okay, that makes me want to watch the documentaries again. Oh, okay, okay. Damn yeah. people again. <laughs> he was just sent to prison for six years, but he got out in four, I believe. Probably good behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so um, next category, uh, visual effects. So for this, we have All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar the Way of Water, The Batman, Black Mm -hmm. Panther Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. Thoughts (laughs) on this? Mm -hmm. Um, Carla, do you mind if I go first? Sure, go (laughs) ahead. Okay. Um, Just bear with me, everyone. 
visual effects. Okay, visual effects. Just that's CGI. Okay, it's not. It's it's basically what movie has like the best CGI. Why the hell is the Batman and Top Gun Maverick on here when ninety eight percent of those movies were all practical? I don't understand that. It's a fair question, right? <laughs> I don't get it, dude. Like, 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 like Avatar. I get it. Like that. That makes perfect sense. Like, you know, that movie has some of the best CGI I've ever seen in any in, a, in any um, film before. I understand that. All Quiet on the Western Front. Sorry, All Quiet on the Western Front. I thought that movie was more like practical than anything. So uh, again, I'm a little con- confused. I mean. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Okay, you know that's 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 got CGI, and I I understand that. And the CGI was was actually quite good. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, from from what I've seen of it, yeah, it was. It was a lot better than the first one. And the yeah. first one had pretty bad CGI. Like, well, yeah, I wouldn't say bad, but mediocre. It's like like average at best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just don't like. I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't <laughs> get it. Like. And we're gonna talk about like like more like you know like we're gonna talk about like more categories like it's like why why is this not like for example like why is the Batman nominated for this and not nominated for something else mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean this this one is certainly a kind of a head scratcher yeah because like yeah like you said Avatar absolutely deserves to be in this Black Panther yes you know um, but. You know the Batman. It's like I'm glad it got a nomination, at least a not you know one nomination. But I don't know if this was the right category. Yeah, it, you know. Exactly. Um, Same with Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. Like Top Gun, you know they the, the team you know behind Top Gun they tried to make it you know a priority to to kind of. You know, not use much you know CGI or, or or you know you know different type of visual effects, and you know a lot a lot of stuff in, in in that movie is you know practical. You know, they used real jets and like things like that. So it's it's a little bit you know I'm sure they used you know of course they use some visual effects, but oh, it's yeah. not a visual effects heavy movie. No, no, not at all. But maybe about- that's maybe maybe the Academy looked at it like you know yeah there, there's not much visual effects in, in these movies but the the visual effects that were in there were really good i mean i i guess i mean i mean like to me, there's only like a like just a few visual effects when i think it's when I, when I think of top gun like when when they're you know when they're doing the mission and you know and like you know and they're getting shot at like i'm sure that that's all like you know that's that's all cgi and that's all visual effects and that's also sound design too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll sound- get to that later. Yeah, so I think sound, yeah, sound design's coming up. Yep. But, but like you know, it wasn't like you know anything like. I mean, it was it was good. C- it was good CGI for sure. But it was very it good. Yeah, I wasn't like blown away by. It. I was like, okay, you know, it, it fits. It, it fits the movie, and you know, same with the Batman. You know, I, there's only like a few shots that I can like remember that were like cgi like him him jumping off uh the um uh the police station and flying yeah like that was you know that was that was that was visuals and i thought that was pretty pretty good 
that looked really good. You and could like tell it, it, it was funny though. You could tell that they didn't want to go too CGI with that because there's a few shots where it's like it's like a close up on his face. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, with like when body. he's as he as he ducks under the whatever that bridge, uh, yeah. it kind of zooms in on his face. So yeah, so it was like it was more of like Matt Reeves and the team trying to save the movie a few bucks. It was like oh. Yeah. You know, we we have a few shots of him flying, but not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, just, you know, it's interesting to think about the category in that way. You know, what, like, why were certain, why are some of these movies here and not in some other categories right. instead? But we'll get to that in a, in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. hey, Avatar, 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 the way of the water. Like, we, we, we all saw that. Um, and, that yeah. that deserves to be individual effects, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think I, it's I, gonna win it. I think yeah, I'll be shocked yeah. if it doesn't. Favorite, like, like out of all these, like, I know I said this last night. Out of all the nominations that are for, for all the awards, if there was one I would bet all my money on that mm-hmm. I have to win an award, it would be Avatar for, for 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 visual. I feel like that's I feel like that's a that's in the bag already, and if it, and I'll be shocked if it doesn't win. Yeah, it should have yeah. this in the bag. But you know, we'll see. You know, we've been we've been surprised many times. Yeah, the Oscars. Are, <laughs> with, with that. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, next category: cinematography. So for this, we have All Quiet on the Western Front, mm. Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Troops, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. I really uh, like. Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, oh, Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I really liked All Quiet on the Western Front, maybe because I like World War One movies, but I really like how, like you know, how it was filmed. But yeah, yeah, how it yeah. Was filmed. Agreed. It looked like a very gritty and dirty movie. Yeah, that's which, which really fits exactly. um, the the tone of the movie. I mean, let's be honest; most war movies are gritty and kind of you know more grim and everything but this movie in particular is is very much of that nature and i think the cinematography does match it really well Mm -hmm. um so yeah i certainly deserves to be to be nominated yeah i um i concur with uh, mr walker Mm -hmm. um elvis yeah i thought i i believe i think elvis deserves to be here absolutely um, I know I didn't see Empire Light, but I know who Roger Deakins is, and I heard he's really, really good. I I think just his his rep his name and his reputation is part of the reason why yeah. that that movie nominated. Um, I mean Roger Deakins is is a, is a great cinematographer. So what did he do? Um, okay. He did 1917 from yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, okay. which was a beautiful beautiful looking movie. Yeah, and it sounded like it was in one shot. Yeah. Yeah, Roger Roger Deakins has been great for a long time, so I, I think that's part of the reason why that 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 film's nominated. Um, um, Elvis looked looked really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I love. I really like the CGI. I'm the CGI, the the cinematography of Elvis. Um, spe- you know, especially during like certain scenes, you know, it really felt, it really brought you back to like you know the fifties and the sixties and all, um, in in the concerts and all. Um, I mean, no one has said it, so I'm just gonna address the elephant in the room. Where the hell was the Batman? 
<laughs> also, where where is Top Gun Maverick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love you were saying. I mean, I think Top Gun Maverick was kind of snubbed a little bit here. I mean, the Batman, of course, too. That's the biggest snub on this list. Like to me, the Batman is one of the not is one of the best looking superhero movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Easily, you know, like the like you know, like the rain, like you know, especially when it's like raining and you know, like you know, like like just the shot, the shots of the city. You know, in terms of like, you know, because, you know, you see the city for like what it is and it's just like a, um, like, um, oh my God, I'm trying to find the right word. Um, looks like a, like a pile of crap, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a very gritty, they did a very, they did a very good job with making kind of taking Gotham, um, kind of like straight from the comics and putting it on screen, but doing it in like a realistic and gritty way. Yeah. Because also- in, in, in the Burton films, you know, like, you know, it looked, you know, Gotham, you know, Gotham looked accurate, but it looked a little bit kind of like over the top and a little bit like cartoony. And right. Nolan films, it's like, you know, Gotham kind of just looked like a regular city. But in the Batman, you know, they they did a really good job with making this look like Gotham, you know, unique, you know, unique enough to look like Gotham, but also kind of very know gritty and, and 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 gothic at the same time yeah that's what i was gonna say gothic yeah 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 i mean like they they did a tremendous job with that i, I actually i can't think of his name greg greg, did, greg fraser is, is the cinematographer for the he batman did, he also did dune as well I believe. he did yes which he and won he, i think he won for cinematography yeah, last year i believe he did yeah and yeah. dune was i i i had i i didn't see dune um, I, I only saw like the first like half of Dune and man, like I, I watched it in my room with the lights out on my TV and wow, it was pretty, pretty good. Like in terms of like, just, you know, like I'm just the look of it, you know, but yeah, like where, the, what the hell? Like, come on. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like once that's why, like, you know, I believe in also, I believe Mark does as well. And I'm sure, and I don't know if Khalil does that. The Oscars have lost a lot of merit over, over the years for, mm-hmm. for, you know, for a lot of reasons, including, you know, who they pick to represent which category and stuff like that. Mm. You know, it's like, it's things like these. It's like, they can't like, it's almost like they don't like superhero movies in a sense. Mm. <laughs> you know, no, like, they, they, they don't, they don't respect, a lot of blockbusters and, and superhero movies and, and and films like that. You know, it's a shame because I feel bad for a lot of the creative teams. You know, that like you know, for example, like I feel you know, Greg Fraser did some of the best work of his career in the Batman, and it's like yeah. it's for him to not. I mean, I know I know he did get nominated at the the BAFTA Awards right. for the Batman, which is great. You know, at least they got that right. Um, but he should have been nominated here at the Oscars, and yeah, sadly like the, he wasn't. Yeah, it's like you want to see the Oscars. Like you know, you don't expect much, but you want to see the Oscars get it right, mm-hmm. and they yeah. do. And sometimes they do. I'll give them that. I'll, sometimes they do get it right. I mean, of course, I understand everything's subjective, but sometimes everything. So, sometimes there are things that are just objectively better than than um than others. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's okay, you know. I mean, there's you know, there's always going to be certain things that are better than than others, and you know, I, I think I think the Oscars should have recognized that um, in in that sense. But you know, it is what it is. You know, these are the these are the nominees, and you know, that's that's how it's going to be. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> um, 
I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, to me, I don't think there's any like clear favorite right in this one, like there was for visuals. Yeah, I would say. Um, yeah, there's not like a like a like a big front runner here. Right. I would say it's probably going to come down between either Elvis or All Quiet on the Western Front. I can see. I just have I've had to take a guess. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess sort of cinematography kind of sort of leans in, you know, leads into the next um, category, which is production design. So for this, we have All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablemans. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, production design is is very interesting category. Um, I think I I've seen... I've seen three out of the five movies here. The only ones I haven't seen are uh, Babylon and The Fablemans. But Mm -hmm. the three, you know, All Quiet, Avatar, and Elvis, all all three, you know, deserving of, of, you know, to be nominated here. Mm -hmm. Right. Agreed. Yeah. I've seen, just like you, I've seen three. Um, uh, (laughs) Another one where... The like, oh god, it's freaking... you could make the argument that the Batman should have been nominated in That's this category, not... it's which not... it was at the BAFTAs. I think it, you have a much you have a great argument for it, you know, because it's not like you know, like, like I've seen I didn't see the favorite ones, right? But that movie looks like a, like a very simple movie, mm-hmm. you know, like in production design is another hard thing to, to master, much like film editing, you know. But it's like, I don't know, like, like they did such a great job of making Gotham as a character of, of its own. Um, like, I don't understand how you don't nominate it. Like, it's 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 honestly frustrating. But mm-hmm. I, I, it's frustrating, but I'm not surprised because I don't expect them to get, you know, I don't expect the Oscars to, or the Academy or whatever the hell you want to call it. I don't expect them to, to you know, to get things right or, or, or acknowledge that. Yeah, you know? I mean... If if you guys couldn't tell already, uh, we haven't connected the dots yet. The Batman is, uh, I think it's uh, all of our favorite movie of the year, right? Three of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Batman was my favorite. Was um my my yeah my first favorite movie of the year. Yeah. yeah same. So, um, we kind of we kind of take you know the Batman being snubbed in some of these categories, you know, a little, a little personally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Because like we we want to see you know we want to see you know these these guys get get on get the credit that they rightfully deserve even if it's even if they don't win at least getting a nomination is something yeah yep I guess there's still still this stigma with comic book movies for just for some reason there's this stigma where it's like below like non comic book movie films yeah it's like. It's like you know the whole that that whole um epic that I'm sorry that whole meme by Martin Scorsese. This is cinema, right? <laughs> it's almost yeah. like they have that they have that same mindset because a lot of these old school directors like you know the Martin Scorsese's, the James Camerons, the uh, Francis Ford Coppola's. The you know I don't know if Spielberg's ever said anything like that before, but they're very like old school in, with, with with that. You know, mm-hmm. they're very old school in that in that department. And you know what? It's their opinion. That's that's okay. You know. I mean, it's fine to have it's fine to have that opinion, but 
but at the same time, the, I feel like the people at the Academy Awards, they also have that opinion and they can't, they have to be, a, they have to like look at it like from, from all points of view. doesn't matter if it's a superhero movie or, or, or a drama. You know, if the cinematography or the production design is good, <clears throat> then freaking nominate it. Like, it's not really that, it's not, it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like, I mean, I thought, like, you know, go just, you know, breaking the breaking the movies down that I've seen. Um, I like All all Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. Rightfully deserves Avatar The Way of Water. You know, that, that that's actually a, an interesting one because there's no, there is no, like, there's there is no movie set that they were at. It's all CGI. Yeah. Everything is CGI. So I think that's what they're taking into account. They're yeah, like, they're they're also like could also include CGI, like kind of how 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 the world, like how the environments look and everything, like the yeah. different like structures, different uh, you know, like different surrounding environments and whatnot. So, right, um, I think production and design also. I was a little bit confused about uh, that um, right. about Avatar being there at first, but I I understand why they nominated it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. in all those points, you know, like it's funny you you say that, and now I'm like, okay, that actually makes more sense. All the surrounding environments look absolutely incredible in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, yeah. So, I mean, so, okay, now, you know, now it makes sense why it was uh, nominated. Um, I didn't see uh, um, Babylon or whatever the hell it's called. Babylon. Yeah. Yeah, not, not that many people saw it. It kind of bombed at the, oh, the yeah. box office. Like they, dude, they it came did, late into the year, very late. Not just, December. Not just that, Kyle, but dude, they did a terrible job at marketing that movie. They just thought. Yeah. Margaret Robbie and Brad Pitt would would, would sell the movie. Unfortunately, and, and Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. They thought you know just you know, the cast would sell it alone, and that's not how you can't you can't do that anymore with movies. You can't do that. Um, you can't rely on your stars to sell. You know, you gotta like, I don't, dude. I, I saw I seen the trail. I still don't even know what the hell the movie's about. <laughs> Probably a Hollywood or something, or like the, like the. Like I don't know something about like the culture of Hollywood or something like that. That's what I got from it. But it kind of gave that. me a similar vibe to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, by uh, Tarantino. I gotta see that though. I'm so mad I've seen that yet. Yeah, I mean it's sort of. I guess it's sort of like a similar concept. Mm-hmm. But I honestly I couldn't tell you. I haven't haven't seen right. it. Really don't have that much interest in seeing it. So maybe mm-hmm. one day though. Right. But um, Elvis had very good production design. Yeah, they did a really good job with the, the different, like how the how the environment, you know, the I guess the nineteen fifties kind of you know vibe that you got um, from the movie, different type of designs on on you know not even just not even like when it's you know during like his early life, but also like some of the concerts too. Like it looked very yeah. accurate to what um, to how it was back then. Yeah, no, I yeah, I thought it was very good. Kyle, you should watch all this. Yeah, like it. You would probably, you know, you would probably like his music and all too. Yeah, there's also this other one, um, Rocket Man. Oh Rocket yeah, Rocket Man. yeah, yeah. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I saw Bohemian Rap City, and uh, I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I. Do believe the Batman was once again robbed or snubbed? Definitely. 
Mm-hmm. Not saying it would have won, but at least the nominate, at least at least have a nomination there. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be fair here, and, you know. So it's almost like they're not they're trying really they're they're not even trying to hide their bias anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of a shame, really. <laughs> yeah. I blame Khalil. Wow, his fault. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't go see the movie enough. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, so. Um, I guess, I guess, you know, moving on to the next category, uh, makeup and hairstyling. So we have all quiet on the Western front, the Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda forever, Elvis and the whale. Oh, the whale. Mm. Yeah. The whale. I I, I think this is, it's, it's very few nominations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Khalil, we saw the whale. Um, so I think yeah, the the makeup and the hairstyling was 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 pretty good. Yeah, the what I think the whale could could uh like they really sell sell um uh man, what's his name the the main character the main Brendan pro- Fraser or, Brendan or, or, Fraser's the character the character's yeah. name Charlie. Yeah. Char they really show Charlie and how and his uh, how his physique his physique is it's very convincing. But I also like all quiet on the Western Front. But if it's like when you see the dirt on the on the on the on the main like uh, soldier's face, like in the war, it, it, he just looks so messed up. Like you know, of all that mud and his eyes and stuff, mud and his eyes and stuff like that. So those those two movies stood out to me. Um, Wakanda Forever, they had um they have really good good designs and and stuff like that. Um, and so did the Batman. Like the only thing I remember from the Batman is like you know, when uh he when when he t- when Bruce takes off his uh his helmet and you see like the black like the black la- outline emo around Batman. his eyes. Yeah, emo <laughs> Batman. Vampire Batman. Yeah. Oh wait, but you're not gonna mention uh you're not gonna mention the penguin. Oh yeah, how, how yeah. Oh yeah. He did a great yeah, that's like good. that's why that's the reason why I I think the Batman should be the front runner in this yeah. category. I think what they did with Colin Farrell and transforming him into uh, the Penguin, they he looked like he was unrecognizable. Yeah, but what about what about the whale though? Like what about that? The makeup and I mean and it everything. was it, it was it was good. Like they they did a good job with. You know, like the, the makeup and everything for for Charlie. You know, transforming Brendan Fraser into him. But that was the only real, that was the only real like, you know, makeup and hairstyling thing that they did for that for that movie. Like everything else was just kind of felt a little bit normal, right? I guess, yeah. That's also, like that's what Brendan Fraser would look like if he was like six hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, with 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 um with the Batman. Colin Farrell looks unrecognizable. Yeah, you told me about the Starbucks thing, the coffee thing. Yeah, yeah, like no one, like no one knew who he, no, no one knew who he was. Like he, he would say he was like, I, I think, I think, I think he said one time he was like, I can just walk the streets with the stuff on, and no one would know who I was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the makeup team did a did a terrific job in that. I, I also want to mention Elvis too. They, yeah, they did a really good job with with. The makeup for Austin Butler, um, making making him you know look almost exact, not not exactly like Elvis, but I mean, he was pretty darn close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I mean, Dawson Huxley does kind of somewhat look like him too, so they they definitely had that going for them in their favor. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, like going back to the Batman really quick, um, not just the Penguin, but I also think they made Bruce Wayne look really really good too. Like you know, his character in the movie is like he's 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 not really like there. Yeah, he's someone who's depressed. And and not really, you know, he he's there, but he's not existing. And they made, made him look very good with the with being pale and all, and, and, and his hair, you know, it fits him. I feel like if he would have had any other hairstyle, it wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, agreed. You know, so like I thought they did a really good job with with that. Um, I like, uh, you know, I like the Riddler, how how he how he looked, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, kind of sim- simple concepts. Um, but but yeah, I mean, like to me, th- this is a tough one to call. Um, I th- I do believe it's between the Batman, Elvis, and the Whale. Yeah, and I mean, also, yeah, I also, all quiet had, had actually some good makeup as well, you know, because like, there was a lot of gore in that movie too. So gore and like like I said, like the mud and the face, like the mud, like how they did like their faces and how like crazy they are during battle, like it really stood out to me. Yeah, I I agree because I just I just watched All Quiet yesterday and it's still it's still fresh in my mind. So I I definitely I remember just kind of being in awe of some of the, I guess, different you know makeup and and not makeup but like different types of like um, you know things going on with like the soldiers and like dirt the dirt and everything getting on them and. Yeah, it was really well done. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, I guess moving on to next category, got Best International Feature Film. So for this, we got All Quiet on the Western Front, which is representing Germany. Yeah. Argentina in 1985, of course, representing Argentina. Close, representing Belgium. Uh EO for Poland and the Quiet Girl for Ireland. Argentina representing Argentina. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> like what the hell? Like like I don't, I don't know. That's pretty dumb in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Kind of <laughs> mind boggling, right? Yeah, like what? <laughs> um, I've only seen all quiet on the rest in front. Yeah. Um I, I think that I think that's gonna be um I, I think that, that looks like the front runner. Yeah. Um I mean, I, I mean, I don't think. I mean, I haven't seen enough other international movies to, to know if they've got snubbed or not. So, I can't really offer an opinion on this one. Um, one one thing that I I just wanted to mention was that I would say that RRR would would be a you know was snubbed here, but then I just heard about this earlier that supposedly India did not submit it for international feature film so it couldn't have you know, it couldn't have gotten it snubbed because they never submitted it for whatever reason so yeah. i okay. do think i do think if if they india would have submitted rr it would it would here in this in this category i wonder why they didn't submit it mm-hmm. yeah i don't know why i think i think they submitted a different film instead for whatever reason and they didn't get a nomination for that, but I, I believe they did submit it for best picture, which we'll get to later. 
Um, so I don't, I don't know, but I, I, I wish they would have submitted RRR for this because I certainly think it would have gotten nominated. Okay. So, but yeah, I, All Quiet um, is is certainly the front runner in, in this category. I haven't yeah. seen any of the other films, so can't really comment. You know, it's funny. Even if I wanted to see them, I, don't, I wouldn't even know where to look. Like maybe. <laughs> True. I'm not trying. I'm just just saying. Like I, I don't, even, I don't even know like where to find them. Like maybe Amazon Prime for like rent or something. Yeah, I'm not really. Sh- yeah, probably probably rent them. Rent. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get your rent when you fix this damn door. <laughs> oh man, it's funny. Yeah, and I also like the All Quiet on West Front. Like it. It covers the German side of it, like you know the losing side, basically, or the 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 or you know the people that got the like that were heavily affected by World War One. So I found that very very yeah. interesting. So concurred. I yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So um, next category: best original song. We got applause from Tell It Like a Woman, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick, Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever, uh, Not To, Not To from RRR, and This Is a Life from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, I I like Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. I can't, that- for some reason, I can't remember that. It's a song they play at the end credits. I believe. Oh, the end credits. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, it, it definitely it, it it um it fit pretty good. And, um, the the fitting it was pretty fitting for like you know like all the stuff that just happened in the movie. And um yeah, at the end, I and I and Lady Gaga is pretty good. So mm-hmm. I like Lady Gaga. Um, I I haven't heard any of the other music. You know, any any of the other songs. I I heard "Lift Me Up" from Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and I I really liked it. Oh, there you I, go. It's just very, it was just very nice to just hear Rihanna sing because she has been, uh, she hasn't had an album since like 2016. So, <laughs> oh. um, I think she was she did some features, but other than that, she uh, you know, it was really nice to to hear her. So well, she, um, she's gonna be doing the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, she's gonna be going to the Super Bowl. People are um, Rihanna's got a lot of dude, there's I, I can't really find any people who don't like Rihanna. Yeah, there's like you know like I mean maybe you don't like her music, but she doesn't come off as someone who doesn't have like a lot of like haters. Yeah, you know? and people keep asking her for a new album, but she keeps kind of trolling them. Yeah, I mean, like, well, I mean, that's the thing. She's kind of made her money, dude. Like, she can never yeah. put out an album again, and she could just tour for the rest of her career, and she'll be good. Because that's where a lot of these people, that's where a lot of these, you know, they make their money with touring. Yeah. It's not really, like, out, you know, it's not out. I mean, like, it, I'm sure, like, you know, the albums come out, and, you know, and, and they, they you get a piece from that. But, like, they make, they make most of their money with touring. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, like. I'm sure Lady Gaga and Rihanna made some pretty good money from perform, you know, making songs for these movies. You know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They have the, you know, obviously, you know, you know, these uh, these studios have to pay, pay, probably pay good, um, good few bucks to like get to like get them to sing their songs. Yeah, I I personally really enjoyed "Not to Not to" from RRR. Okay, 
that was definitely very uh, memorable. I have to listen. I have to listen. I have to listen to some of these. Yeah, this I can't really remember the "Everything Everywhere All at Once" song. It's been a, and again, it's been a little while since I've seen that, so that could be it. Um, um the, the, also, uh, Batman got snubbed with something in the way. <laughs> mm. All right, that's that's not an original song. <laughs> uh, uh, that's not an original song. <laughs> I what do like me some, some Nirvana, though. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Nirvana made that for the Batman. What are you talking about? You know, what I mean? <laughs> it was it was Bruce that was actually uh, the lead singer. Yeah, exactly. It was Bruce, <laughs> and it was um, not Kurt Cobain. It was the it was Bruce, <laughs> and it was the Riddler. They were you know they were doing um they were doing a duet. <laughs> And, and, and you know, in, in the in the original script, they become friends at the end, and they, and they go on tour in Gotham, and they sing in the unite in the unite the city in song. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what sounds, sounds like a happy ending. Sounds yeah. like a better ending than the one we got. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, just moving on. Uh, next, we got best animated film. Consists of Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, Yeah, The hopefully. Sea Beast, and. Oh. I haven't heard... seen any of these. I haven't seen. No, any. I haven't seen I have... any of these, but I want. I'm planning on seeing uh, the Last Wish. I'm planning on seeing it because it. I heard I... it was real good. Like for a person, like like an like it. I heard it's it's like really good. Like way better than the first Puss in Boots movie, and you don't have to see the last one to enjoy this one. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. And it kind of has like a style. Like they, I think. I don't know if they change animation styles, kind of like, or like their style is very, that like they're stylish. It's kind of like uh, in the vein of uh, um, Into the Spider Verse, but uh, it's like the story's good. It's executed well. The characters are likable, from what I heard. But uh, um, but I'm excited to see this. Like I've seen like clips of it, and there was this point with the what the uh, main antagonist talking to Puss in Boots, and uh, it was like. Hmm, this guy looks kind of cap. This villain's kind of captivating. Right. So, what? Um, I keep seeing uh, turning red on the uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, I heard good acting about that too. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's about, but I don't. I mean, maybe my my maybe my brothers and my sister might want to watch it one time. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I don't really. I, I mean, I haven't really. Seen, I I didn't see any of these honestly. Um. Yeah, me neither. I mean, don't really have too much to say about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I guess I I guess that also going hand in hand. Um, next category: best animated short film. So we got the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. Uh, the flying sailor, ice merchants. My year of dicks, <laughs> and um, and then Ash just told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. What? That's a dude, who's the, oh my god, I, I, that's great! I think I have to like go out of my way to watch that. that was, oh my! Supposedly, god. I I heard like a, a brief uh, plot synopsis of of that movie, and it's about what movie? What movie? What movie? Oh god, you you know my my year my year of blank. <laughs> yeah. Um. But supposedly, like the de- 
that movie's about like a, a girl it takes place in like the early 90s it's about a girl who's trying to like lose her virginity or something like that oh, okay i'm like yeah i think the, t- the title checks out yeah. <laughs> when i heard that movie i thought it was about like a prostitute or something mm-hmm. i could could have been <laughs> oh. i mean like because you know it's plural so it, it would it would it would mean a lot of them mm-hmm. right <laughs> My year, oh my god, that's a, that's a great title. I might. <laughs> that's a, dude, that's hilarious too. That's what I don't know if you heard me. Like as you were wrapping up best animated film, I was reading, I was reading um the other categories, and and then, then I then I caught then I caught that title. That's why I laughed before before you started reading them. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so happy I'm not the one reading these. <laughs> Riz Ahmed was the one who um he like. He's the one who read the the nominees for that category when they announced the Oscars, and like everyone, <laughs> like he couldn't like after he after he read the title, he like paused like briefly, and like everyone just started laughing. <laughs> oh, you watched it live? Yeah, I watched it live. Oh, nice, 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 nice. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> oh, I, I think I know what the front runner for this movie for for this category is. Yep. <laughs> Oh god! No, I actually have not seen any of these, but now I do plan to see one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen any of these either. So, yeah, I got really, I really nothing to say. Yeah. So I guess we'll just move on. So, uh, best live action short film. We got an Irish goodbye. Uh, Ivalu, uh, Le Le Pupil, uh, Night Ride, and the Red Suitcase. I have not seen any of these. Me neither. <laughs> heard of any? Never even heard of these. Yeah. Pupil um, or pupil or whatever the fudge. Pupil. I don't yeah. know. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's French. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I got. I got nothing on this category, buddy. I mm-hmm. see. I see the one. Uh, Le Pupil is directed. Well, co-directed by Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah. Who's yeah. pretty acclaimed uh, director. He did Gravity, didn't he? Yes, he did. And he also directed Roma, and he directed the third Harry Potter movie, Prisoner yes. of Azkaban. Azkaban, yes. That was very good. That was really yeah. good. A lot so of people call def- that the, the best Harry Potter movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's the best Harry Potter movie, but it's definitely up there. Yeah, it's up there. So he's he's certainly a talented director. So maybe, okay. you know, let's, that could be maybe one of the front runners for that category. Who knows? Right. Um, so anyway, moving on, we got original screenplay. For this, we have the Banshees of Inisherin, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. Um, I've only seen two of these movies: uh, Banshees and Everything, Everywhere. Only seen one. Uh, Banshees. I. You know what? I really, really like the sc- I really like the screenplay for um for Banshees. I thought it was simple. It wasn't overcomplicated. Um, simple but effective. Yeah, no. it's like oh. you know, Kyle. Basically, um, the synopsis for that movie is two friends. You know, these these guys they've been friends for a long time, and one of them just stops being friends with the other for for re- for you know I won't spoil it, but you know for for uh, for reasons, and you can't figure out, and you can't figure out why. Oh, okay. Um, it's on HBO Max. I that's that's right. I watch it on HBO Max. Okay. Um, All right. And what's a screen? So screenplay. When they say a screenplay, what does that mean? It's just a script. 
Um, yeah. So it's like the, the writing of the of, of the movie. Okay, the writing of the movie. Yeah. Um. So, so Banshees was written by Martin McDonough, who also directed the film. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I. 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 I think. Um. I. I think Banshees. Um. Should be the front runner. Um. For this, I mean, everything, everywhere. It was. The screenplay was. It was fine. Um. I think the movie dragged a little bit towards the end, but um, so I, I would put it kind of a, a peg down from Banshees. But yeah, I, I I think those those two are probably the are probably going to be the front runners. Yeah. I didn't see every everything everywhere uh, yet, but um, so I can't really say anything. All I know is that it it deals with multi the multiverse. So yeah, definitely an interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun concept, honestly. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. probably probably better than uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah it, Strange. It, it did the multiverse better than Doctor Very Strange. Really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, yeah, I really liked um, Banshees. Definitely a big fan. Um, yeah, good movie, good yeah. writing. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, See next, I guess following best original screenplay, we have best adapted screenplay: All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, uh, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. I gotta be honest, I was a little bit surprised that Top Gun Maverick got nominated. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so it, what... it was like it, it was like it was a. Obviously, a, a good movie. I, I had a lot of fun with it. I don't know if the screenplay was awesome, though. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to say, Kyle? So, adapted screenplay is that something like adapted to from a from another piece of media? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's adapted from a certain other like source. You know, um, which is kind of weird though, because I'm you know like I always found that kind of like interesting. Like um, like I, I guess well. I'm, I'm surprised that Glass Onion is here instead of on original because that's 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 an original um screen, screenplay. Mm-hmm. At least I thought it was. I yeah. guess it isn't. Um, must have been a, it was adapted from something. Yeah, but I, but like Ryan Johnson like wrote it though, so like you know. But I mean, hey, I mean, well, I guess. Well, wait. Well, I do know that I don't know if it means like you know because this is a sequel to a to, to the first movie, like. I don't know, but but day, it, maybe that's what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm very glad it got nominated for for something because I really thought that you know the writing of this movie was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like I I thought Glass Onion was very well done. I I think All Quiet on the Western Front could could be that could be it because I think that was a book originally, right? Or was yeah. it like an old movie too? They made it was both. Made, yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, Top Gun Maverick getting nominated, yeah, it did throw me off a little bit, but I mean, I don't think you know it was it was you know it was just a simple, it was a simple story, you know, it wasn't anything too complicated. And sometimes and, you know, and 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 that works, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but but hey, I mean, you know, I'm happy Top Gun got a lot of uh, screen time. I'm sorry, got a lot of um, is getting a lot of love. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm just not sure though if this is like. The category it should have been nominated in. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I don't really know what the favorite is here, honestly. 
I don't I don't think there's a clear like favorite here. I think it's I think it's rather like uh, kind of tightly contested. All right. Yeah, I mean, should be good. Yep. So, uh, moving on, we got a score. All Quiet on the Western Front, Babylon, Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Fablemans. Now, I have to say, um, I watched both Banshees and All Quiet on the Western Front recently, and like th- both of those scores are actually like really good. Mm-hmm. Right. Can't really remember everything everywhere all at once is score. Um I haven't seen Babylon or Fablemans, but John Williams did the yeah. score for Fablemans, so I mean that's that counts for something, right? I feel like his, yeah. he doesn't really <laughs> do a lot anymore, so I feel like they're gonna nominate him just because Yeah. <laughs> I mean him and Spielberg have been collaborating with oh, you know, yeah. forever, so I mean this is another one, another category where I just could not believe that the Batman was snubbed out of. The Batman score is the best of the year. Yes. Best piece. Yeah. You know, there's so much good music. And uh, how the hell? What, like, what, like, why? Like, like I said, they're not even hiding their bias anymore, dude. It's like they can't even give it, they can't even do that. Like, they can't even give it that. <laughs> like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like you know, I was, I was. There was definitely the most popular, um, like a piece of music from twenty twenty two. Like everyone loved the bat. Everyone loves the Batman theme. Oh, I love, I love that score. Oh, I mean, it's pretty I... incredible. Like hell, <laughs> why aren't they? Like why didn't they nominate it? It like, didn't it... even get put on the short list. That's. <laughs> that is. Like... I don't understand. I I forgot the guy. Um. The, the guy, um, Michael, um, Michael, uh, G- uh, Giacchino, I think yeah. Giacchino. Yeah. How do, yeah. Dude, he's great. Like he's, he's, he's done Star Wars stuff before. Um, you know, like it, it's frustrating, man. Cause it's like, it's really good. It's such a good score. And there's so much like good music in, on, on that soundtrack that, that, that fit the scenes perfectly. You know, like the Batman score, like you know the the main the main theme, like really captivates him. You know, mm-hmm. like the character of the Batman. Yep, like does. especially that version. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like a walking nightmare, and like that's the kind of music you would probably tend to hear. He's vengeance. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, Batman. The Batman really got snubbed big time here. Big, big time, buddy. I mean, but it, you know, it is what it is. So, I guess kind of somewhat um, leads into the next category best sound. Here we go. We got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Maverick. Big movies in this one. The big I, mean, I would say they got category. all these rights. You know? Yeah. I was just about to say they 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 did they really did all these movies are warranted to be to be on this list. Yeah, this is one of the very rare occasions where they actually get it right. Yeah, I mean, I remember no. the bat. I remember the Batman solely because of the boots, like uh, Batman's boots, like uh, in the rain. Rain, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Also, the sound of the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. incredible. 
that was really cool. And, you know, just like, you know, and also like, you know, like the, the punches and all and the background noises. Like, yeah, here's the thing. It's like, it's, it's also the small things too. Like the mm-hmm. small noises that you hear, you know, that like really make, really make like the sets come to life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, like, you know, and, and Elvis had very good sound, um, all quiet on the rest in front. That had some good, you know, like, you know, the gunshots and all and the explosions and the sound of like dirt hitting people, hitting their helmets and all. Very yeah, well. I mean, they always nominate war films for, for sound. Yeah. So yeah, sound, sound's a very important part of a, of a, of a, of, a, of every movie, let alone a war movie. Yeah. Um, Avatar, you know, yeah, Avatar, the sound for Avatar is really good. Um, you know, especially like you know the you know uh, a lot of parts when they're like in the water and the water's like splashing around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Also, like the sound of different like explosions and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and, and the and the animals. Yep. And all the all the sea creatures in the ocean. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Avatar definitely deserves to be up here. I mean, like, dude, like, yeah, you know, and um. And uh, Top Gun Maverick, man, like, like the sounds of the jets and all, like you know, like, like man, it felt like I, I saw, I saw. Okay, so so three of these movies I seen in IMAX. Yeah, and they were all phenomenal. Like, um, and you said Avatar like was your uh your your favorite movie watching experience, right? Yeah, Avatar is my favorite. Like, yeah, I've been I've been I've seen a lot of movies in the theaters, right? Yeah. Um. Avatar is definitely in terms of like I'm not talking about audience reaction because that's different. Um, in terms of like just like viewing experience, Avatar: The Way of Water is by far my favorite of all time. Mm-hmm. I never felt such pleasure, such like pleasure to like like watching watching something in the theater. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. So, do you think sound played played a good part in that? Sa- everything, everything. Um, you know everything was top notch in that movie. Like James Cameron, he's a perfectionist. Like you know he you know he wants everything done his way, and you know it tends to you know he always gets the W at the end of the day. So, so yeah, I mean sound that sound played a very good part. Um, everything. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would say you know, all all these all these films deserve deserve you know their place in this category. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy because when I was reading when I was reading over it, when I saw Best Sound, I was like, yes, because the sound's a very important part of the movie. Yeah, for sure. Under underrated too. Very element. Another category to mass that's hard to master. Yep. So, um, all right. So moving on, got costume design. Babylon, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis. Everything, everywhere, all at once, and Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Mm. Um, I've seen three of these. Um, yeah, I would say you know some well-deserved um, costumes. I feel like RRR. I, I wish was nominated in, in this category. Okay. And- I know you guys haven't seen it, but yeah. for all, for anyone listening that has, I'm sure maybe you you know you would agree. I think RRR was really the, the you know the different costumes from from the era, you know, the, it was really well done. But they're like, no, Mark, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel, feel free to leave a comment. <laughs> turn in your, turn in your film. You don't know what the hell you're talking. About. You don't know anything about movies. 
<laughs> a hack. <laughs> yeah. Then they go to Khalil's channel and they're like, Khalil, you know nothing about technology and video games. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> but um but yeah, I've only seen one of these movies uh, Elvis. Um um so costume design was excellent in that film. Yes. Yeah. Very good. It's it's hard to design costumes that were you know and in a wardrobe that that you know that was back in the fifty fifties sixties and seventies. It's hard to do that nowadays. And and they got it like very accurate to the to the time period and to yeah. what, what Elvis actually wore. Exactly, you know, um, you know I've I've seen the suits in Black Black Panther. They they look pretty cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you figure. Black Panther yeah. is always going to be a contender in this. For sure. Yeah. Even though I think, I still think the best Black Panther suit is the one in Civil War in terms of design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Babylon, I didn't um, didn't see that. I mean, like from, from the stuff that I did see over the cost, I guess the wardrobe looked alright. Like, there wasn't anything like that I was like, oh my god, it looks so good, you know. <laughs> um, Everything everywhere all at once. I, you know, I only seen trailers of that, and you know, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, just a bunch of different wardrobes. Yeah. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Never seen it. Never Me seen either. It. Never <laughs> seen anything from it, so I can't really speculate. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, I definitely, think, um, at least a few of these were were very deserving to to be here. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, next category got best actress in a supporting role. Have Angela Bassett in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Hong Chao in The Whale, Carrie Condon in The Banshees of Inisherin, Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie uh, Su in Everything Everywhere All at Once. I'm actually very happy that um, Carrie got nominated. Yeah, she was awesome. I loved her as the sister. Yeah, she was hilarious, dude. Like you know, I really, I really liked her character a lot. And um, awful performance, too. Oh, a very good performance. I think that. I hope she wins. Honestly, I hope she wins. You know what, Khalil? I'm surprised that Hong Chow got nominated instead of uh, Sadie Sink. Yeah, the whale. Interesting. I think she, she. I would say she was being more like a, um, like the part where she was talking to that guy, that that kid, out outside outside mm-hmm. talking about Charlie and stuff. That I can see. I can see why they chose that. But um, you know, I think I think they I think Hong Chow did a good did a good job. Um, Sadie Sink, I, it's just Sadie Sink. She plays like kind of like a s- similar roles, you know. Maybe that's, that's gonna be it, but you know. Yeah, I mean Hong Chow was was really good. Yeah, you know, it was like she deserved a nomination. I'm not saying she didn't. I'm I'm just a little surprised she got it over um, Sadie Sink. <laughs> then again, uh, Hong Chow was a little bit of a surprise in general to be nominated. Um, in this category, uh, and I feel like a little bit like 
confused about the everything everywhere everywhere all at once nominations in this category. I I don't really know if like I know Jamie Lee has been getting nominated in other um like uh, I guess like award shows, but um, Stephanie uh, Sisu like I don't that that was a bit of a surprise. I certainly didn't expect that. Um, like I wish both both of them. I wish they were in the movie a little bit more. I, f- I feel like maybe it would have been a little more justified. Um, the nomination. I mean, like they were good. I just I'm not really sure if they if they were if if it was good enough. You know, I'm not really sure what other alternatives they could have went with. But Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> This Catwoman, I mean, you know, I mean, like, you know, it, uh, if, if the if the category was kind of weak this year, then the, you know they could have easily, you know, substituted one of the people from everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once, and they could have put her in it, you know, as Catwoman. I mean, even though I don't think, I, mean, I don't think it was anything like, you know, I mean, she was very good as Catwoman, but you, but 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 you get what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think she, I don't think that was an Oscar worthy performance, right. but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say, uh, what about Angela Bassett? From... She was good. She was very yeah. good. Yeah. She's that, like, yeah, she she deserved to be nominated. I'm very happy. Yeah. She, she's very good. She's, yeah, she's always been consistent. Yeah, very consistent in, in her in her work. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, moving on. Got best actor in a supporting role. Yeah, Brendan Gleeson in The Banshees of Inna Sharon. Brian Tyree Henry in Cause Causeway, uh, Judd uh, Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans, Barry Keoghan in The Banshees of Inna Sharon, and Ki Hoi Kwan in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Was Ki Hoi Kwan short round in the Indiana Jones movies? Short round. He was um, um with Data in the Goonies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where most people know him from. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I must have confused him with someone else. I love The Goonies. That's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty good in, in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Well, I would good. say he certainly deserved to be nominated. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think he is the front runner for this category. You think so? I think it's like... From what I've been seeing, yeah, most people are saying he is. I would have think I would have thought it was Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, you know, I it's close, it's close. Or Barry Keoghan. Yeah, I wish he was in the movie a little bit more though. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was, he he was very good though. I think he he was he earned he earned an he earned that nomination. Yeah, yeah, Barry Keoghan's definitely like an up. Yeah. Like, He's the, He's the new Joker. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see more of him. Yeah, and I really like Brendan Gleeson a lot because, like, obviously we you know, we won't spoil it. It's like even though he's kind of acting like kind of a dick, you kind of understand it though. Mm. Yeah, and his like his performance in the movie kind of like makes you like kind of like understand why, you know? Because there's a, there's been a lot. I mean, is he honestly like he is? He is a bad guy, though, in the movie. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like he, like I don't, I don't know if you know, but he, he sells it. You know, his performance like really sells it. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he sells it like really well. Yeah, and you know, to a point where you can somewhat. I mean, like, listen, like for what he did to his friend, there's no excuse for that. But you can kind of, 
I can kind of see like you know his re. I'm not not saying his reasons for disowning his friend, but like his reasonings in other departments, like why he like wants to you know he what he wants to leave behind, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Like you understand, like you understand where he's coming from, but at the same, it's like a little bit. It's a little. Yeah. It's definitely flawed. (laughs) Yeah. His. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a. Yeah, Kyle, you should really watch that movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, watch it right now. No, watch it. Banshees? Banshees, Sharon. It's on HBO Max. Okay. I will add it to your list since you're on my account. Okay, cool. <laughs> Go watch it right now. Uh, I got something else to watch after after this. <laughs> oh, okay. Whoa, yeah. okay. TMI, <laughs> TMI. <laughs> All right, so... um. Moving on to the next category, best actress in a, in a leading role, got Kate Blanchett in Tar, uh, Anna de Armas in Blonde, uh, Andrea Eisborough in in Two Leslie, uh, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, and Michelle uh, Yeo Yeo in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, I haven't seen any of these, but. I did the one thing I ke- I kept hearing that um Anna DRMS was pretty good in Blonde as uh Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I forgot that movie came out last year. Yeah, yeah it did come out. It's, it's on Netflix, it's also, right? I'm sorry, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Hmm. Um, I also it, it's kind of funny. Here's a little you know a little trivia. Michelle Williams also played Marilyn Monroe. At one point. Oh, interesting. I, I believe she did. Yeah, I think it was Michelle Williams. Yeah. Um, I, You know, I actually think Michelle Williams is a little overrated as an actress. Just a little bit. Like, I don't get the whole, uh, you know, like, I don't know. I like, mean, a lot of people are saying um, that Viola Davis should have been um, here, for, you know, for the Woman King instead of uh, Andrea Riseborough. Really? That's what, like, it seems like that's what people are saying. Okay. I mean, oh, you're like, I know that movie has a lot of controversy behind it. Maybe that's why it wasn't nominated for anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, it did seem like most people liked it, though. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, like, people, like, they they were saying it was, like, it was just inaccurate. Like, factually, like, it said it was based on a true story, but it was factually inaccurate. Like, I don't know too much about it, so I'm just going by what I've heard. Yeah. That's fair. So like maybe that's why like listen the Oscars they already have enough you know like a BS behind it and that includes politics and stuff like that so it's like they don't want to you know add more add more to it like they're already you know they they've already you know they're constantly losing ratings every year so it's like you know why would they you know I can see why they wouldn't nominate anything from the Woman King because mm-hmm. because of you know all the the controversy then more people wouldn't watch so you know mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, who knows what the what the real reason is, but I uh, just that you know that's what I've been hearing generally. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, Michelle Michelle, uh, ye, ye, I don't know how to pronounce her last name exactly. Ye, Gal, ye, ye, Gal, yeah. yeah. Um, she was uh, very good and and everything everywhere all at once. Okay. So, um, there's that. And that's the only performance I can really comment on here, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely deserved be nominated 
I don't really see like a front runner, honestly. Well, no, nah, I, I think her, Michelle. Yeah, Yale. for sure, Michelle. Um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. she's definitely uh the, the front runner. All right, all right. So, got down to the last few categories here. So we got uh, best actor in a leading role. Got Austin Butler and Elvis, Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inna Sharon, Brendan Fraser in The Whale, Paul. In After Sun and Bill Nighy in Living. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pick Brendan Fraser just because I saw. I that's the only movie I saw out of this category <laughs> because okay. that I fair, know fair. the trailer. The trailer part, you know, remember on the trailer we saw it there. It still hit me hard, like his performance. So oh yeah, his his yeah. performance is like it, it is heartbreaking. Um, yeah, especially because this is his first major role ever since the whole you know ever since the stuff that he went through so this role hits harder than it should have you know yeah right so it's you know but yeah you know brendan fraser was 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 great in the whale certainly you know deserved to be nominated um i would i i really i think you know my favorite performance was was austin butler and Elvis, I mean, he was just, he got so lost into the role that he even sounds like Elvis now. Yeah. <laughs> his voice. Yeah, his voice. And, and it's crazy because uh, COVID kind of, um, helped, like, I guess, like, COVID actually was one of the reasons why, because they were filming the movie when COVID hit, and he didn't want because he had the voice, he had the voice down to, to, to the T, and he didn't want to like lose it so he kept like practicing and practicing and practicing you know do- during you know when they weren't when they weren't filming so that's why his voice sounds like completely different than what it, what it did back then mm-hmm. before he took the role yeah so um uh, it go ahead sorry I, I was gonna say yeah Austin Butler's Elvis was phenomenal Kyle Farrell was really really good uh, Brendan Fraser I still gotta see the whale but I, I'm almost guaranteed I'm gonna love that performance I didn't see the other two um, so yeah, I, I see like, um, like some people were supposedly a little bit surprised about Paul Mescal being nominated. Um, can't really comment on that, I haven't seen the movie, so but I don't, I don't know if you have you two have. No, I haven't. No, no, okay, nope. but yeah, I'd say like Butler, uh, Farrell, and Fraser are pretty much the front runners. It's going to be close between those three. Yeah, any of them can probably take it, so. Yeah, I mean, all three are very deserving of the award, so. All right, so moving on, we got we got the last two categories here. All right, best directing. Got... Where's James Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Talk about that in, 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 like, in a second. All right, let me, so we'll go up. We got Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Inna Sharon. Got the Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, Steven Spielberg for the Fablemans. Todd Field for Tar, and uh, Ruben Oslan for Triangle of Sadness. So, might be Wait. some people might be wondering where's James Cameron? Yeah, including me. Me too. <laughs> Um, I believe James Cameron was snubbed big time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, here's the thing: like, obviously, the Oscars they don't hide the fact 
that that they um, give awards based on narratives and stuff like that, right? So you know, for you know, for better or for worse, um, I believe that James Cameron should have been nominated because you gotta remember he's not direct he he's directing with practically nothing other than he's got the, he's got the scenes in his head and he's basing it off of that before they add in the CGI after. Right, and he directed the hell out of um out of Avatar: The Way of Water, hmm. um, and also, yeah, like you know, and, and directing not, is not just directing scenes though; it's also helping put pieces together, you know. And he's you know pretty much g- given like so many years of his life to just these two movies and the franchise going forward. Um, so so yeah, like. I mean, James Cameron should have been nominated for best director. I'm not saying he should win, but he should just—he should have been nominated, like easily. Like, like I'm—it is a little baffling to me that he that he wasn't. Yeah, I see some people like were saying they were surprised that he wasn't on—he wasn't nominated. Yeah, I mean, like, how can you not? Like, you know, but I mean, it's—it is the Oscars, so. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you know, I, I think there were, you know, there were a few here that were sort of expected. Like, you know, you got Spielberg, the, the Daniels for everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, Mark McDonough, certainly for Banshees. Um, yeah, no, no, James Cameron is only a little bit of a, of a weird one. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird because, like, it, it is, it's pretty odd because you have, and, and, you know, if, if we're going to talk about just logic really quick, right? You have ten best picture nominations, but you only have five best director nominations. Mm-hmm. How how's that work? I mean, I guess maybe they think that just because just because a movie gets nominated for best picture doesn't mean the director of it also deserves to be nominated. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, if they think that that might be how they think, but that doesn't make sense, though, right? Hmm. I mean, like, how can you 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 get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I get it. I, um, I'm just trying to think of like a potential reason. Right, like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. It's kind of, it's kind of like weird not to like, you know, to like give, um, um, to, to, to like, uh, to like give someone best direct, you know, give someone best director, but not nominate them for best picture, or, or vice versa. And that's why I think it's like it's weird. Um, so, all right, well. We'll 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 get yeah. to this in a little. Let, let's let's go over best picture. Sure. So we got ten nominees here. Okay. So all right, got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water, yeah, The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Fabric, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking, and no Batman. Yeah, no, no. The I mean, I, I think I, I. Yeah, I, I kind of it, but it's still <laughs> sad to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, like, I mean listen, not... if the Dark Knight couldn't get a Best Picture nomination back in two thousand eight, I mean, I mean what, what makes you think the Batman was going to get nominated? Granted, yeah. I know those were different times. Back then, they only had five, spec, you know, slots, five nomination slots yeah. for Best Picture, but still. Dude, um, it's so funny you bring that up. Just, just really quick. I, the, right before I, right before I hopped on this podcast with you guys, I saw this, um, this, this quote from Steven Spielberg saying that if The Dark Knight was made today, it would, it would, it would have gotten nominated for Best Picture. 
Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. He's right. He's right. Yeah, he's right. But I think that it's a good, you know, because it's a good thing that paved the, you know, paved the way for that because we have, you know, we have certain blockbusters being nominated here, like Top Gun Maverick, you know, Avatar: right. The Way of Water, and it's like when you think about it, you know, and, and even like Elvis to an extent, it's like when you think about it, you know, those movies wouldn't be getting nominated if not for them, you know, increasing the 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 best picture nomination slots to 10. Agreed. Agreed. So I think it's a good thing overall. You know, we're finally starting to see maybe the Academy being a little bit more accepting, you know, towards blockbusters and, and crowd pleasers because yeah. they should be. I mean, let's be honest, you know, like some of these, these, you know, some of these movies got people back in the movie theaters, you know, Avatar, oh, yeah. Top Gun Maverick. Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, I mean that was last year. I'm talking about mainly yeah, this year. But I yeah, mean, that, that, yeah, that that's a good example, Spider Man from last year. Um, so I think and, and, and those movies were well made enough, you know, to be to be nominated for Best Picture. So I think it's you know, I certainly think it's a good thing. Um yeah. is, is there any is there any do you guys think there are any like surprises here or any like big snubs? You know? Um no, I think I mean I don't know. I mean, like I mean, I I, I do think that you know the movies that I've seen, I you know, that are on this list. I'm like I, I do agree that they should be on here. Um, but that movie Tar, I have no idea what it's about, but it's getting nominated for all this stuff. I do, I am interested in it. Yeah, I'm interested in it as well. I think I might try to check it out before the official award show. Yeah, like I have like mm. no idea, like. <laughs> Like what it's about, honestly, no idea. Um, one, I, I like I like I talked about this movie earlier. Uh, I really wish RRR would have got nominated. Right. I mean, that movie was a lot of. It was definitely a trip, but it was quite good and and, and very enjoyable. I I think, I think it deserved a place on Best Picture nominees list. I mean, okay. Come on, like. I feel you. I mean, you know, like you know, if I and if I see that movie, I'm sure you know. I would. I, hopefully, I think the same thing too. I think it might be on Netflix. Really? Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Say the movie again one more time on It's uh an Indian movie. Um, yeah, I watched it in in my in my film class last semester, and I think like everyone really enjoyed it. So highly recommend it. Awesome. Yeah, um, see some people saying like, uh, again, like the Woman King, not being nominated here is like a little bit, you know, kind of iffy. <laughs> the Woman King. Mm-hmm. I also see like going back, thing people are saying, oh, why are there no like female directors? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I mean, maybe just it's possible. Like, did people ever think, oh, it's possible that maybe just the movies that they directed like weren't better than the than the movies that you know these five men directed? No, because God, because God forbid, they think that. <laughs> like, did it ever? You know, did it ever occur to them that that might be the reason why? Well, guess not. Apparently, <laughs> nope. And listen, like I'm all for like inclusiveness, obviously, but art should come first. I agree. You know, 100. 
it's you got you got to look at it from that way, you know. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like you know, it shouldn't. You know, like gender, race, or whatever. It should not matter. Yeah, yeah it shouldn't. You yeah. know, for an award show at least. But um, yeah. So, so let's... Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Uh, what were you gonna say? No, 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 no. I um, I was gonna mention something, but it just didn't. It, I I realized it was it wasn't relevant. <laughs> no, go ahead, mention it. No, I was gonna say like, all right, okay. I was gonna compare the um, like I guess like the NBA, how like um, like for for, for the MVP, like you know how like the majority of MV, you know, of um, MVPs are are all like African American, you know, and that's that you know obviously because there's more black people who are better than white people are playing basketball. It's just, you know, it's just the way it is, you know, it's not, you know, I, I think it has nothing to do with race or anything like that, but no one complains about that though. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's I mean? definitely yeah. a deep, yeah, it's a good comparison. Yeah. It's a good yeah. analogy. Um, and, and, I, and I'm not saying that like, you know, I'm not saying that like, Oh, that white, Oh, that, that white person should have gotten an over so-and-so. No, I just, you know, it's just the, you know, it's just the, you know, it's just, you know, the, the, the nature of the beast basically. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, in everything, certain people are going to get left out, and that unfortunately, that's just the way it is, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um. Anybody have uh anything else to add? Um, (laughs) I got nothing. Well, no. I think we covered best picture or the award show overall. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, we we covered a lot. lot. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we're clocking it at 95 minutes right now. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, it was a lot to talk about. I think, you know, we kind of got most of our thoughts out. And... Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah so, um, yeah. all right, well, I guess, you know, if no one else has anything to add, then I guess we can kind of wrap this up. Um, yeah, you know, Look forward to the Oscars, and I believe it's in March. Wow, March! I, was in you, I, I thought know. it would be in February. I think it's in March this year. So oh, okay then. Yeah, look forward to everyone who's listening. I'm going to be doing a an Oscars like prediction podcast episode, you know, like probably a few days before the the show. So probably most likely with these guys if they if they want to they want to join in again. Um, well, thank you for the invitation. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so I guess you know anyone who's listening, you'll know, be on be on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, uh, you know, for everyone, you know, thanks, Don and Khalil, for for coming on. Enjoyed enjoyed having you guys on. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you, thank you for having us. Yep. So, um, everyone, you. Know, podcast um you know the multicast show and 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 game enthusiast and uh yeah that's pretty much it for our oscar nominations for 2023 talk i hope you all enjoy listening as much as we enjoy talking about it and um, yeah have a nice day everyone